Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're in the book of Daniel, and we're at the end of the sixth chapter. Now, remember, in the book of Daniel, there's 12 chapters. The first six chapters uh, is the chronology of the life of Daniel. It's just a vignette, little moments from the life of Daniel that the Spirit led Daniel to write down <coughs> and to share with us. And so we get to the end of the sixth chapter. That's actually the end of the chronology of his life. We don't have an account of Daniel dying or anything. It just, it just stops there. Then chapters 6 through 12 are dreams and visions that Daniel had during the time of his life. In chapters 1 through 6, we have dreams and visions of kings that Daniel interprets. Chapters 7 through 12, we have uh, dreams and visions of Daniel uh, that angels interpret. Okay, So uh, just to set the context again, remember, Daniel had just been thrown to the lion's den. The king had come after spending a restless night of not sleeping and found that Daniel had lived through the night. The king was ecstatic. Darius is his name. He was so excited about that. Matter of fact, verse 23 says, Then the king was very pleased and gave orders for Daniel to be taken out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury whatever was found in him because he had trusted in his God. He wasn't even injured from being thrown into the den. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with him. Then verse 24, The king then gave orders, and they brought those men who had maliciously accused Daniel, and they cast them, their children, and their wives into the lion's den. And they had not reached the bottom of the den before the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. So you see in this account here that the angel of the Lord closed the mouth of the lions. Then when those that had maliciously accused Daniel were thrown in there, the lions uh, with really super lion strength, before they even hit the bottom of the uh, den, the lions had overpowered all these people and crushed all their bones. It's a sad account, a very sad account, because not only was it the men who had done this evil deed in maliciously accusing Daniel, in lying to the king, in <coughs> setting up Daniel, okay, in every way, not only was it the men that paid for with their lives, but their wives and their children. It really is a word of warning to us, okay? A word of warning. Verse 25, then Darius the king wrote to all the people, nation, and men of every language who were living in all the land. So the king is making a proclamation quite similar to what we saw with Nebuchadnezzar, what Nebuchadnezzar had done in the fourth chapter of Daniel. So here's what the king says. May your peace abound. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's an encouraging thing to hear a king say that. Sometimes it's a worrisome thing. Also, it's like, okay, what's going on here? The king's <clears throat> saying, let peace abound, okay? When a lot of times we're thinking, well, peace is not abounding. But this king meant it. May your peace abound. Those that had caused the malicious accusation and the evil had been dealt with, right? In other words, are you ready for this? The swamp had been drained. <laughs> yeah, those of us in the States are going through a thing like that right now. <clears throat> Things which really people have no idea about, folks. They have no idea about. People are beginning to see more and more 
But when the history is written on this time, people are going to be amazed at what is occurring right now in the day in which we live. So he says, may your peace abound. Then verse 26, he says, I make a decree. So this is a, a kingly declaration that in all the dominion of my kingdom, men are to fear and tremble before the God of Daniel. So remember before he had bought into this thing, hey, let there not be any other God worship except for the king for 30 days. Remember the same kind of thing that happened to Nebuchadnezzar. He built a statue unto himself, right? But now he's saying, everybody, you are to fear and tremble before the God of Daniel. Why? For he is the living God and enduring forever. And his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed and his dominion will be forever. Again, Nebuchadnezzar said the same thing after his encounter in the second chapter and even in the fourth chapter, okay, the things that occurred to him. He's declaring that the dominion of the God of Daniel will be forever. The kingdom of the God of Daniel will endure forever. The kingdom of the God of Daniel will not be destroyed. Well, how does he know this? Verse 27. He delivers and rescues and performs signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. Who has also delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? So this king is declaring, everybody I want you to worship, to fall down in fear and trembling before the God of Daniel, because he delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. The king is saying this, I could not deliver him from the power of the lions. The king is saying, you know, I'm the one that made the foolish injunction. I'm the one that made the foolish proclamation. And I worked all day long before I had to execute this judgment, trying to figure out some way to get Daniel out of it because of my mistake. And I couldn't do it. But I rested and trusted in his God, which is what the king had done. Daniel trusted in his God and his God delivered him. Now, folks, I think there's some things for us to glean here from what's happened in the life of Daniel. As I've said before, Daniel spent the bulk of his life as a bureaucrat within a pagan governmental system. <laughs> Think about that, you know, as a bureaucrat within the pagan governmental system. Now, I know there's often things that are, that are said about governmental system. There's often things said about bureaucrats. And you know what? They're all likely true. and They're all likely deserved. But too often we think that if we're really doing the work of the kingdom of God, that we're going to be standing behind a pulpit on a Sunday morning. Or we're going to be vocationally employed at a local church or something like that when nothing could be further from the truth. Daniel was doing the work of the kingdom of God as he was doing the work of the kings, honoring the kings, even the kings that had done evil to him and to his people. He submitted himself to them and God raised him up and he wound up being second in command in two different kingdoms. It's really an amazing thing, okay? Well, really, third in command in one kingdom, second in another, but then he wound up being second in command in the first one, though it be only for a little while, <laughs> right? And so anyway, it, there's a picture here for us. There's some understanding here for us. So uh, fret not and fear not if you find yourself in the situation. Uh, a lot of times when people, I've had several friends, uh, that they uh, call upon the name of the Lord and they're saved, and they immediately think, immediately think, okay, I need to change jobs. I need to get out of this environment here and there. Well, perhaps, okay, perhaps. And also, maybe not. I have a dear friend uh, that went through that many, many years ago, 
And he was uh, doing things in environments that normally you wouldn't even go in as a true believer. But God left him there for a period of time, year, year and a half, two years, because this is how he provided for his family. This is what he did. And you know what? It proclaimed the wonder and the glory of God because people saw his change and transformed life. Same thing happened right here. Daniel was faithful. Even though the king came down with a foolish edict, a foolish injunction, Daniel did not change what he did, <clears throat> not to besmirch the king or anything, but he did what was right in the sight of God. Now the king's seeing it. He's saying, this is the God who delivers. This is the God who rescues. This is the God who performs signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. This king had a lot of insight. And this is the God who delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Now the last verse, chapter 6, verse 28, closes the biographical part of Daniel. So this Daniel enjoyed success in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. It goes beyond the purview of our time together here. Uh, You can find out historical things about Darius and Cyrus. The Medo-Persian Empire had co-rulers and co-regency, and there's great debate among academia as to which one was first and who was second and when they ruled, when they reigned. What we know here is that Daniel was successful when Darius was reigning, and Daniel was successful when Cyrus the Persian was reigning. All of it to the praise and the honor and the glory of God. We, too, should live in like manner. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you next episode.